Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of This is FTC. Uh, this is FTC is a space where we uncover artists, creatives, people across the spectrum in India through a conversation which we just want to dive deep into. Uh, on today's episode, we have Gavin, uh, Gavin Kocher uh, to be precise, who's an artist, who's a self-taught artist who delves into self-expression uh, and also like in the the interiors of one's perspective through portraits. So without any further ado, we just go with Thank Gavin. Thank you, Amber, for having me. It's I'm glad. I'm glad to have you here. I think pleasure. Both in yeah. this space yeah. and here as well. I, yeah. So yeah. So Gavin, um, when did this start for you? And are you? Would you call yourself a full-time artist, or would you call yourself an artist uh, who does this when he wants to express? Uh, so I'm definitely not a full-time artist, mm-hmm. and I don't think so. I will be anytime soon mm-hmm. because I believe like it needs to like I need to collaborate more, make this blow up a little bit more. You know, make people understand what the artworks are about. Right. And then when I'm satisfied with it, I think that I can leave what I do otherwise, which mm-hmm. is I'm a cosmetic scientist. So delve deeper into that. Yeah. So <laughs> what does that mean? So basically, uh, I studied from University of Arts London, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm a cosmetic scientist and a perfumer. So I've I've been a trained nose to like smell things and tell like the notes in it. So a perfume has like a top, middle, base note. So like the three levels to it, you like sniff it and de- like delve deep into it. Um, other than that, like cosmetic science is about creating cosmetics. So it's about being in the lab, about skin biology, about chemistry. About like how the manufacturing of it works. So you do this for your own company, or do you do it with uh, another company? So so it's like my own company, mm-hmm. and like it's a family business, and that's where I mostly spend my time. And uh, I'm going to hit you up right after this. Sure, episode. this is happening. <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is happening. Collaboration is happening. Collab sure. is happening. Yeah. I had no clue. That's yeah. That's I don't usually talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like this is where I'm talking about it today. So uh, I don't. How, so did you always think about like was this a planned career route where mm, you said I'm going to be a cosmetics? No, scientist? not at all. So uh, family business into like manufacturing cosmetics, mm-hmm. and uh, I was always into science. And like as a kid, like so I would say the first time I started doing anything creative was as a kid. I would like uh, sketch cars and like make flying cars. Mm-hmm. And I remember this time like my mom told me that I designed the car where. Uh, The door had like a lipstick pop out from it because like my mom would be like putting lipstick in the car, and I saw that as a child, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make you a car someday where it's like <laughs> you press a button and this lipstick pops out, and like there's this vanity. Yeah, as a yeah. kid, I don't know what a vanity man and stuff right. is, right? So then I started sketching it, and uh, those were like the creative outlets. And so did did that sketching just come naturally to you? Was that yeah, like it just as a kid, like I was sketching all the time, like. Just playing with colors, sketching. You have like notebooks. N- no, actually, I have nothing from before. Nothing of no artworks from. Uh, I think, 2015. I have nothing before that. Damn. Uh, because like uh, we we sold a house and we switched houses and right. then like there was a everything date. vanishes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there was a cut off date and like the stuff that was left there got left there. Things like this. So, uh, that was like the first point, and uh, then it just like. Uh, Kept building, but it was never like a serious thing for me. Right, and like I didn't even like ever learn or thought about like going to art classes, nothing like that. And it just like would be doodling in class, you know, like when the teacher's teaching. You We know, used to do it. All everyone, the everyone. I does. wasn't half as good at it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, everyone would do it, right? right. And like, um, 
so like then it became about finding a way to express and then i was just always like scribbling or doodling but then i stopped stopped like when school ended i somehow stopped uh doing that and even though i didn't make artworks but i was right. always doodling but right. just completely stopped sketching and um so i was telling you like how i got into cosmetic science which is drifted uh so i wanted to be an automobile engineer actually Damn. and uh, so you, i'm guessing you have a, a great affinity for cars yes yes uh, i love driving and i love like go karting and going on the race track and stuff mm-hmm. like i watch f1 regularly and everything so then when then i took science and um, i realized that you know um, this is not for me basically <laughs> <laughs> physics is too hard uh, but yeah, I, i think that's one thing you need to know if you're yeah, if you're yeah, going to be yeah. designing automobiles physics so because f- of um, like wanting to be an automobile engineer i took up mechanical drawing for two months mm-hmm. so that's essentially the only drawing like sketching or art related class i've taken and uh, then then it was just like um, like you know i was just researching on like what i should study what could i do mm-hmm. and then it just clicked like oh you know family business into cosmetic manufacturing so and i like doing business basically so i i found this course and like there are only like three colleges in the world which teach this course interesting and ul right ul yeah apni went there right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how's the experience for you uh, you went there for undergrad or undergrad i went there for undergrad so my course like it helped it allowed me to continue into masters mm-hmm. but then i took an exit cuz it it was getting too technical for like, right. no specific reason uh was wasn't beneficial to like india because you know the regulations in uk are so different for cosmetics right. but india is a li- little more lenient mm-hmm. so didn't need that year so i just took an exit mm-hmm. and um like the experience that was great because my like i was creating in the lab right so i was experimenting in the lab i was creating so that's where my creative outward like flow was happening and you know like i was piercing through inside of me like always push and think okay how could i make this cream or this face wash better right and that's about it basically like that was my creative outlet for 3 years in college interesting and and the experience was good because it was an arts college right essentially so you get to do a so, lot more so yeah. so you seeing people who are always like in the library sketching or you know like doing fashion designing like i can remember this time we were in class and then the teacher just told us okay this class is ending early <laughs> and we said why and she's like oh there's a fashion show happening downstairs so you got to go and it was it was like i was like wow i picked like i made the best decision to be in this college literally right. like you know you're just going down to like a hall in the college and like and they're like models <laughs> and like the students are like showcasing you know yeah. their their creations so cosmetic scientists yeah. train for 3 years yeah. still do that yeah how did how did gavelove start and and i'll i'll ask that question yeah. first yeah. is why the pseudonym gavelove um okay interesting so um So the name where it came from was basically uh, this Turkish friend of mine in college. She just randomly called me Gavala, mm-hmm. and uh, she just like called me that all the time in college. Uh, thank you, Irma, for giving me that name. I'll always love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but when I started painting, my initial like so um, initially it was just like I started back in the summer of 2018. So about two 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 and a half years ago, right. properly, and. my initial artworks they were shit like they were utter crap okay like i didn't know how to hold a paint brush nothing had no idea about color composition what things to be done on a canvas right i was right. All, like just using a pen to sketch as a child mm-hmm. 
and uh, so I just decided like dive in one day because I was looking for a creative outlet mm-hmm. and I wasn't finding that and you know like I always thought about art because when I was in London I would visit museums I always loved art okay? right. and I used to read about artists and their artworks mm-hmm. and go for museums like museum shows and, um, and and you know the best thing about London is like the architecture there it's right. it's so beautiful it's always inspiring you it's also i mean london is also as a city just so multicultural exactly. there's so many influences yeah, which yeah. kind of blend in yeah. um, <laughs> so you kind of find a lot of things from everywhere exactly in london and like i met so many people like from different you know backgrounds mm-hmm. and uh, i was the only guy in class by the way so <laughs> as a class of 20 so you had fun <laughs> yeah i had fun i had fun, <laughs> fun. Yeah. Um, i was the only guy with 23 other girls mm-hmm. and only indian as well so you know great experience and like when you're walking across in london you see like the window displays in harrods and selfridges and you know you're just walking across pretty galleries and cafes which are decorated so cutely and like right. you know there's so many different cultures there and like how people express themselves over there mm-hmm. so those thoughts were always building in me and i was always like thinking about art but right. i never ever imagined that i would that pursue, you'd start painting, yeah, painting and, and pursue it so it started back in 2018 and it was it was like a time like i was just looking to express because i wasn't being able to find uh figure out like the emotions i was feeling at that moment it mm-hmm. was a difficult time in life and i just wanted to know what i'm feeling right and i said okay you know like i used to sketch so why not start painting and why not i just gave my hand at it and it just slowly like just became an obsession like i would not go a week without completing a painting or anything and it just mm-hmm. would be like just just throwing paint on a canvas you know like starting with abstract works and uh and then when i started when i started finishing the artworks so i started signing like g coacher gavin's gavin coacher and none of that really connected with yeah you. connected because and then i i really thought about it like you know why do i even need to sign it at this point of time i wasn't thinking of being an artist i was like mm-hmm. okay these artworks are just going to be kept somewhere in the house so why <laughs> do i sign it and then i realized that to break free and truly become an artist i need to break free from the things that confine me and like my social conditionings and that's what it means like govern coach comes with like a set of limitations you know as, my experience yeah. as a person as as the social conditionings that i've had and i realized that if i don't figure out a way to break free i really won't be able to paint what i want to paint and express so that it's kind of like your rebirth exactly so i took a new identity so you know like gavin coach as a person loves to wear suits i love the aesthetic of tom ford i love him as a designer but i also love you know like what kanye does with easy and what you know brian donley done does with cause or right. what alessandro michelli does with gucci you know right. so I Or wanted Keith, okay yeah, yeah exactly beautiful beautiful hoodie i love <laughs> this so much yeah. so so you know these guys like it was about creating a new identity which could be everything and nothing mm-hmm. and i could define that identity whatever way i wanted it right so you could paint that canvas from scratch yeah without yeah. without your yeah. previous limit exactly exactly so in a way you're reinventing yourself mm-hmm. through a different identity Yeah, and yeah. expressing and that. Expressing it. Yeah. So, so you know, would you say there's two people? Yeah, like, it is. It is because it's Gavin and then Gavala. Exactly. So it's like, in the day, you know, I'm, I'm. <laughs> you're Gavin. Yeah, you're, I'm you're Gavin. Cosmetic scientist. I'm a cosmetic Gavin. scientist. I'm yeah. a perfumer. I'm, I'm, you know, smelling perfumes. I'm making perfume notes, and 
you know i'm i'm essentially being part of a business life mm-hmm. and then at nights and on the weekends it's it's switching to gavelav and like just expressing and like i and i love both these worlds okay right. and it's amazing how both these worlds help me improve each other each other yeah. so i realized that so uh, you know if you if you look at my artworks like uh, once i started getting like my aesthetic mm-hmm. and realizing what i really need to paint because i wanted to fuse like a lot of different move- movements like mm-hmm. art movements together so broadly these artworks would be defined as expressionism because mm-hmm. i'm expressing what's within me it's not taken from any you know not a, not a uh, muse or anything so you're not you're not sketching something that's in front of you no, it's it's all it's, just it's all from within right and uh, and you know so but but the styles with which it's done you know like the the loose brushwork and the thick paint and right. so those come from like different movements such as impressionism and post impressionism mm-hmm. and you know just picking up new mediums right. so so because of my chemical background i i found some emulsifiers and some stabilizers for my lab which would mix well with the paint to create a new medium so yeah i see how you yeah, say like yeah. both the worlds are kind of helping yeah, each other yeah so so that helped me like discover my technique where i ideally use less of a brush and more you know just paint with like random tools that are fine so it'll be like for example like, uh like a stick or or like just my hands and paint directly from the bottle so you know all of these works that you see mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. like these outlines are directly from the tube oh yeah. just just yeah, like that just say like that so i make that paint i make that mixture with like chemicals and, and then you put it in a in a tube, tube and, and then i you know put it on the canvas and so it's it's like if you think back so it is like how as a kid i used to sketch with a pen right so it's the so same it's again the same movement mm-hmm. and I, it just went back to a circle surprisingly i don't i'm not surprised i think like as much yeah. as you might try to leave gavin coach yeah, behind yeah, yeah. uh it, when you're it trying is, to yeah, it yeah. it will it through your subconscious always find its way there definitely 100% because i am expressing what gavin coach feels and yeah. you know the hardships or the struggles or just the daily life nonsense what you know? exactly so that's what is getting represented and you know i think that's super powerful man i'm i'm glad you found yeah. that outlet yeah. cuz no, i i really i think like painting i call it a superpower like uh You know that's the reason why I paint. I mm-hmm. feel like a superhuman when I'm painting, and it's it's amazing because, you know, like you're not thinking anything, right. but you're thinking so many things, right? And and the good thing about my artworks is that none of them are ever planned, so they're all in the moment. So have has anyone ever told you, okay, I'm going to commission you for something, and you do uh, it or no? No, I've never been commissioned. Commissioned people have spoken about it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, someone wanted like me to paint uh, a krishna portrait mm-hmm. and i was like listen like i'll do it but you know it's not going to look like krishna ji anything like just just look at my artworks <laughs> like you know oh, yeah like uh, i don't, don't want to do that to a god's you know thing like yeah, so so not not in india exactly yeah. not in india so you know mf hussain he he left india because he painted like a nude portrait of exactly. a goddess and that's why he he took sacrifice you just don't want, yeah you don't yeah, want to yeah. I mean, you don't want to rub anyone the wrong way. Exactly, exactly. So, so I, I completely get that. So I've never technically been commissioned. I never made anything which is like commission. But that's, I think, that's good in a yeah. way because you're not technically bound by someone else's, you know, ideation exactly. process. Yeah, yeah, no one's telling you to do something and then you do it because yeah. they told you. Exactly. You do something it's which just, you feel. It's what I want to make, and I just make it. And you know, like the inspiration just comes from anywhere. Right. It's like I'm listening to music. I'm I'm just sitting in my studio, which is in my house. 
changed the guest room and made it into a studio. Uh, family initially wasn't happy with it. <laughs> they, I'm sure. Yeah, but then I was like, no, I want, I want to throw this bed out of here, <laughs> and you like throw paint all over the space. <laughs> and uh, and they were just like, oh well, I yeah, mean, can't yeah, stop you now. Can't stop me now. <laughs> so because it became an obsession, man. Like I wouldn't go without. Like I, there would, there was a phase in the middle where I wouldn't go a day without coming back from work and painting. And I'd be up till like two, two, three, three a.m. And then like my family would be like, just go sleep. You have, you know, work in the morning. And I'm like, no, I just want to paint. Right. And and is it still the same or would it, you say it is it is like uh, a lot of it a lot of the times it is uh, because now like like lockdown really helped me out in terms of creating my identity about my artworks mm-hmm. because i had so much time you know and it was just like painting day and night day and night i think i probably made like 100 works wow uh, in lockdown itself damn yeah in like the 5 4 month yeah, period yeah 4 month period and cuz i'm working at like multiple canvases and artworks at the same time. Oh, so you don't you don't finish one no, and no, then no. start another. I probably right now have like about 20 25 unfinished artworks in the in work in progress. Work in progress. So and like the thing is I need to do that as well because these th- like the paints are thick so they take time to dry. So I need right. to like wait for one level to dry to move then, on to the next. Yeah. So it's like four paintings will be drying and I'll just go to sleep then okay like it needs overnight to dry and then then I'll come back and you come back to it when you want. Yeah, it. exactly. I think that's super interesting. So Tell me, Gavin. Um, you started this two and a half years ago. Yeah, it's it's a form of expression. Gavilan yeah. is your alter ego, ego yeah. through which yeah. you express. Yeah. But when did the whole like when did you think okay, I've made these artworks. Yeah. I think I should start monetizing. Uh, November twenty nineteen. Okay. So that's so tell uh, like I yeah. want to hear that yeah. story because so, at the end of the day, a lot of people yeah. are are like closet artists yeah right? yeah uh, and i think the people who really m- are looking at things as a hobby and not to monetize them yeah. end up monetizing them yeah that's true yeah in the best possible exactly. way so how did it happen for you uh so so it was actually like just as a joke cuz i started painting so much i had about like 50 60 paintings mm-hmm. completed and uh my mom and my sister were like you know can you like sell them like you know there's not space in the house to like store these <laughs> And uh, you know, not enough walls to like pull up, put all of them. So mm. just just sell that as a joke. And I was like, okay, maybe you know. And like by this time, I had already started using Gavilab on my artworks. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when I when I started like signing as Gavilab, it felt right. Surprisingly, it felt right. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew, okay, I'm onto something. And uh, I need to create an aesthetic around it. I need to build onto like. A form which defines it's my artwork, mm-hmm. you know, like how any every any other brand has it, right? Like, right. so I started thinking about it more as a brand than just being an artist, because I really that's what the name is like. You know, it's not any; it doesn't mean anything. It's mm-hmm. just a made-up name, like how a lot of brands have made-up names. Right. Uh, so, so then out of the blue, like uh, this this uh, art fair was happening in Delhi, and uh, like. I got a like an Instagram um, ad came with that art fair, and it said like artists to sign up and shit. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. So I called those guys and I said, you know, I need a I need a space and like how does it work and stuff. I had no idea, man. Like I had no idea how to go about. You this. never do until you do it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know any artists. I didn't know like gallery owners. Nothing. Nothing. No one in this space. Uh, and then surprisingly, once I did get into the space, I realized that oh, I knew this person from before and I had no idea they're into art. <laughs> 
in a different life in yeah. a different life so so then um then 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 i you know got a stall and everything and um and then i liked this set of like three artworks that i made and uh so my sister's an interior designer and a, and a furniture mm-hmm. designer so she's like listen that helps. yeah it helps. <laughs> so she she really helped man so she was like you know uh you need to create like curated property like don't be an amateur artist you thinking of this as a brand so take it forward as a brand mm-hmm. display it like a brand so i like packed my car with like tables and like these things to decorate mm-hmm. the stall while all the other artists had just like plain simple right. stuff and like um and then i specially painted like 10 works for this show mm-hmm. because i wanted them to be of a similar theme because mm-hmm. it's like the curation had to be there like it had to pop it had to just bang mm-hmm. and you know people had to stop by like that's the only way so you you want to attract yeah. like just a single glance and people should come yeah people yeah. should come so i did that show i think i displayed about like 20 works and uh about 60 70% of them got sold and no yeah i got a really good response and i met like two three gallery owners um, a gallery picked me up and they um signed a contract so that show like it just turned through an instagram ad yeah through an instagram ad i found a fair i just displayed you sold you sold 70% of your yeah, work and, and signed a contract signed a contract got a gallery and <sighs> since then like so that was november 2019 uh that gallery did a show for me in like uh the mall of noida in like mm-hmm. real life mall of noida so they got like the center space and they put like five six of my works in december in jan there was another show uh feb had two shows uh feb had like this um uh hd has this art event where mm-hmm. it's like like performers come you know so like uh i'm forgetting like rabbi rabbi shergil or what's his name i don't mm-hmm. know yeah. yeah so he was singing so it's like a proper big event where it's like and like my artworks were displayed there and you know it just started picking up from there and then i started focusing on okay i need to like create an aesthetic on the instagram as well mm-hmm. and like try to blow that up and now now the aim is to like start collaborating you know right. like cuz i really like what cause is doing as a as a you know as an, as an artist, artist. Yeah. and you know i want to be on everything like like t-shirts socks i'm i'm going to get to that i, I, I definitely want to get yeah, to that yeah. in terms of uh, let's just get to it. So so far you've only yeah. used canvas as a form of expression yeah, right yeah. so you you just thrown paint on canvas yeah but what what's in the future in terms of what do you where do you think your art fits and where do you like and I don't know if that's the yeah, right question yeah. but what what do you want your next expression to be if not canvas uh so I I try to experiment with like sculptures now mm-hmm. but um, so there's this art movement called dadism Okay. Uh, so how do you uh, explain that? Yeah, so it basically means like uh Michael Duchamp who like picked up a urinal and put it in a museum. <laughs> so it's like yeah. uh so like another artist in today's day and age who would be doing something similar is like Damien Hirst. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he like takes dead animals like sharks and goats and puts yeah. them in a box with formaldehyde. Right. And it's it's using like daily objects and creating artworks. Right. You know like he he, he his artwork is like a gallery is just filled with like pharmaceuticals and like drugs and just a shelf so he's like you know now this is art because you're entering into a gallery you're seeing this is that's why it's art it's it's art yeah. but if i put it outside at the pharmacy right. right so so the thing is that by putting a pharmacy in a gallery he's making you look at it beyond just a pharmacy right. you're thinking about 
the placement of each of those you know bottles because there's thought gone behind it he's yeah. not just randomly placed those you know bottles i think i think there's also making people appreciate the fact that art is genuinely all around them yeah, they just yeah. have to look they just have to look hard enough yeah. so now since i don't have any art background i don't know how to like use like clay and like bronze and brass and all these mediums so i'm trying to like make sculptures now with daily found objects mm-hmm. and turn it around to like art pieces like it just be kept there and you'll be wondering oh is that like a sculpture or not like that's the thought right. that that's that's been boiling inside of my head mm-hmm. and um, so i'm trying to like experiment with that uh, other than that i paint just for myself i paint on like jackets and stuff uh you want to see that yeah for yeah, sure i, I showed you sure. are you are you doing something with dru and almost gods oh Is no that... nothing yet nothing yet but but i'm sure you've had yeah, that talk yeah we've had that talk yeah. we've had that talk cuz uh, i think dru is also on the in a in a similar mental yeah, space like to just go out space, and experiment yeah. exactly um i think that like that's one thing that i love about him he's not yeah. close to anything yeah and he has the craziest ideas yeah he, he does just, he does he like goes on out on a whim and does some yeah like he's stuff. so open about things and yeah and i think that like that's where i see the connect yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, i'm i'm not surprised you guys are friends, friends. Right? yeah yeah <laughs> so in the future we can see more um different forms of expression yeah, not just canvas not like canvas will be my go to because uh i think it gets you back to nostalgia right like you uh, nostalgia is such a powerful thing if we yeah, think about yeah. it that way it's if if you were as a kid sketching yeah. on a piece of paper and you're doing that again yeah, exactly. you're an adult i think that just that it feeling just is enough i, I yeah. want to feel like a child and that's why i'm painting and, right and i'm never going to leave painting on canvases because like the process that i use mm-hmm. that's that's what i love more than the final art artwork so you mm-hmm. know all of these artworks that you've seen they all start with an abstract painting right so that's how i start and that's how i clear my thoughts and then you and then i get on it so you know people question like how do you like make this without planning it and i'm like you just do just let the, the artwork guide you and you know like a blank like a big 5 foot blank white canvas can be very intimidating right so like if you're just looking at a white canvas it is intimidating because you don't you're like fuck like what do i make on this you know right i just have paints and myself what do i do with it and so to break free from that i just start like throwing paint and like making an abstract work and then and then building on so it so once it's less daunting yeah, is when you are exactly so i've broken free from that fear of a blank canvas exactly and that's that's and you know that's how it actually started was um i have these like notebooks which is just filled with like uh, filled with like me taking a sketch pen and just scribbling mm-hmm. so i'm not even looking at what i'm scribbling but i'm either listening to music or i'm watching tv mm-hmm. and i'm just scribbling like and it's funny how uh, if you, you should try this okay sometime and it it helps you clear your thoughts and you'll soon realize how your like your hand is changing in the process so you might start with like going rounds and rounds and rounds like curvy lines but in the middle you'll start like sketching or like so it's it's in a way depicting your mood exactly like, uh, what what's going mood. through your yeah. head yeah it's like clearing out my thoughts you know like if there's a mess inside my mind that <laughs> mess is just coming out on the canvas in a in a right. swervy line and then it could just be like very sharp edgy lines and there just could be like one spot is so dark because you're just constantly like sketching on it right and that then transformed into like the abstract works on my canvases So and that's I think 
it's honestly like yeah. hearing about it now yeah. puts your artwork in a very different perspective yeah, for me yeah definitely i'm um, glad man to yeah. to kind of to kind of understand the process yeah. and then and then see the final product yeah. which i think is with every form of expression right exactly. when you see clothes uh, you see them as clothes yeah but when when someone tells you this is how this came to be uh-huh. is when you're like oh now it now i connect the yeah, dots yeah. a lot more. everything has a story you know and yeah and people need to put more time and attention into realizing that everything has a story and i think i think in the we live in a very fast world yeah. right and yeah. and time is such a valuable resource exactly. for everyone yeah. Yeah. is that people are in such a rush to go through things yeah. go through the n number of things that they want to do in a day mm-hmm. that they kind of don't pay attention to the smaller details and i think yeah. that's where yeah. that's where art or expressionism mm-hmm. comes in where it just forces you to almost sit back down yeah and yeah. and, and yeah. you know take things slow for a bit yeah exactly like uh so so let me like tell you something very interesting so in this lockdown so i have this painting by this contemporary artist called wilson souza and it's mm-hmm. like hanging in my living room mm-hmm. it's a big artwork and um so i was drinking coffee and like just just looking at the artwork and mm-hmm. you know like i like doing that because it it just like turns the world off around me and uh like you see things in the artwork every single time you look at it right you see something different in it mm-hmm. even for my own works even though i've created them Every time I look at them, I notice something different, and I'm like, "Oh, I like this bit. You know, I'm going to use it for another artwork." Right. Or, "Oh, this was an interesting technique I took, or this right. is an interesting color I mixed." And um, I was sitting, so it was like a painting of, I think it's called like dancing ladies or something. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, two two Indian ladies in a sari and like just joy joyous. Right. Uh, but when I was sitting, so uh, one of the ladies, she was like on her knees or something, and. Um, she she had like a bindi and a, a necklace right and like there was like a, a pendant and um it's a very expressive artwork and i realized that this painting is actually not about uh, you know happiness those those that bindi and that emerald looked like gunshot wounds to me at that moment mm. because it was like it had like a splatter around it and stuff and uh, then i realized that this painting is more so about death because she's on the ground she's probably been shot Mm-hmm. the lady behind her she she's like looking up in the sky so the artist you know named it as dancing ladies but it's he didn't realize probably that he was painting something which was like so dark inside of him right and then that crows in the paintings you know which is a sign of death right right and it's like a gray background and everything yeah I, so so and i've had that painting hanging for years and i've never looked at it like that and suddenly cuz it was called dancing lady yeah i never changed my perspective on it and then suddenly like just looking at it like just drinking coffee and looking at it, i saw those bullet bullet wounds and i was like fuck like this is different this yeah. is so different it's it's interesting to dive yeah. deep into yeah. into that and uh, we'll go deeper into yeah, it yeah. um so is there a singular story when you think about it or does it just evolve with you evolving so when when you look at all of your different artworks mm-hmm. that you've done say how many have you done so far 200 yeah about 200 300 would you say there are certain pieces which are like series which is in a series yeah, form definitely. where definitely. each of them is building into one story or are they all just individual uh so so what i like to call my artworks is um is intuitive mirrors so what i explain that yeah what i essentially mean by that is that 
I want the viewer to look at that artwork and and feel the emotions that that portrait might be mm-hmm. displaying at that moment. Mm-hmm. But for each person, the the thought about the artwork could change. You know, like I just gave you this example, right. right? The artist painted a happy painting, but for me, it was about death after right. two years suddenly. So, so I want people to look at these artworks and and. The reason why the colors are so you know poppy is because I want them to be attracted to it and mm-hmm. then force them to look at it, mm-hmm. so that they look at it and they realize that you know these these uh, loose brush strokes or these lines inside of the portrait mm-hmm. they're actually representing an emotion. You know, if there's a red paint splatter behind, it could mean anger for someone, but it could mean warning for someone else. Right. And for that person, whatever emotion they're feeling at that moment, the idea about that artwork will change and i hope that they realize what they're feeling in that moment so it's an it's almost open to subjective interpretation yeah exactly like bro like if i could tell you what the artwork's about i wouldn't paint it right i'd write a poem about it right <laughs> then like if i could define that emotion i would write it down but right. i can't define that emotion and i can only you know you can only paint it and then yeah, and I then can it can come it, out right yeah. and and you know so many times when i paint something and i'm looking at the artwork i realize things about myself which is what i love and you know mm-hmm. like it's just like that's what i mean by an intuitive mirror because it's 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 like a reflection of me right. but it can also be a reflection of anyone who's viewing the artwork so you're untrained completely absolutely untrained yeah, yeah. so what and this might sound yeah, almost yeah. like far fetched to you yeah. but if there i'm i'm sure there's like thousands and lacks of kids out there yeah, today yeah. who are thinking about art as uh-huh. as a career yeah, as something yeah. that they want to do because they love it maybe because it's something that they've been yeah, attracted yeah, to yeah. or it's their calling where do you see like what piece of advice could you give to them mm-hmm. not just about expressionism yeah. but also about monetization um so so about like monetizing art i don't think so i truly uh, found the answer to it mm-hmm. because it takes time to sell an artwork right mm-hmm. it'll probably be like it's it's very volatile like there would be months where i'd be able to sell five works but there'll be a month where i'll only sell one or not not even a painting right mm-hmm. so it's like people who trying to be artists they need to find other sources of income mm-hmm. till the time they're building it up because mm-hmm. it could get stressful for them and you right. don't want stress to enter your artwork right, right. you want to be free that's why you're painting mm-hmm. you know you love that expression and that's why you're painting so find a way to to support yourself so that you're comfortable and art supplies are expensive right mm-hmm. like canvases paints cuz you, you you use so much of them so they are expensive right. and you don't want to have that burden on you mm-hmm. that oh i'm spending all of this money and how am i going to make it back Right. So if you have a steady source of income, I think you can definitely paint much better. You can and be free from the burden of Yeah, exactly. making it as just a, someone who sells painting. Exactly, because you know when you're young, like you're just getting out of college or anything, you're young and like there's this like this pressure that society puts, oh what do you do? You got to work, you got to make money, yeah. things like this, right? And if you have a steady source of income, mm-hmm. then it's a lot it's 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 comforting in a sense right mm-hmm. and you want to be comfortable when you're painting right right and uh to, like anyone who's trying to be an artist like just just try to break free from whatever you're feeling just paint and i'm sure someone will appreciate it 
because arts everywhere and there 7 billion people in the world you know <laughs> everyone has a different perspective everyone has their own story mm-hmm. everyone is wounded in their ways and you know something about the artwork will attract someone or the other so i think that's, yeah. that's a very powerful statement that you just put out thank you yeah, yeah. is it's it's almost it's your way of expression mm-hmm. is to in some way heal something inside of yeah, yourself yeah yeah which is just it's it's like magic it, yeah, it doesn't it's, happen it's any other it's a superpower man like i'm not even kidding when i say it's a superpower like uh <laughs> people people need to try it out man like i'm not kidding like a- anyone who's watching out here just take a sketch pen take a pen take a notebook i'm going to do scribble. it tonight just scribble you you will see how your hand changes over time it's in- so interesting yeah so what's in the future of cavalaf uh and and i mean that yeah. not just in terms of you know you doing other forms of mm-hmm. art yeah but is this something that you feel could be the only thing you do maybe over a period of time yeah yeah definitely like this is something that i really look forward to doing for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and having it be strong enough that i could just live on this and you know it gives me a chance to travel around the world like right. if i if i want to live in italy i could just move there tomorrow what do i need i just need a canvas and paint which i could find there you know right. i don't have to worry about shifting things of you know shifting whole business right so so it allows me to be free and it allows me to like go to different cultures and you know experience experience like yeah. i could have shows in you know different countries in america europe and hopefully i do and you know i i yeah like so so the future i would say is just uh me trying to look at it more than just an artwork and trying to build a team around it which mm-hmm. really you know helps me because like painting is one end of this right there mm-hmm. is an end of having an art dealer there is an end of having a gallery there right. there's an end of trying to increase the value of your artworks right, right? because proper collectors and in, like they look at it as an investment right right whenever they're buying a work mm-hmm. if it's if it's an expensive artwork they will look at it as oh is this kid serious mm-hmm. or is this like ye do saal paint karega and you know it's gone like right. this and artwork they, is not going to mean they basically looking at you as an investment right yeah, so if you yeah. make sense as an investment exactly is when they say okay fine yeah like i'll buy it right now for like 50k you know maybe 10 15 years down the line it'll be worth 5 6 lakh you know right. so it's it's cool it, it's it's almost like an alternate investment tool exactly exactly essentially right. and that's what i want to work towards now for people to understand that yes mm-hmm. i'm not leaving this I'm not just a kid painting and trying to make little money on the side. It's not a side hustle. Right. It's it's dead serious. This is going to be an investment for you because I am going to make sure that I build it to that point where, you know, people talk about it like, oh, that's Gavilar. You know, like, oh, yeah. I know this artwork. I know this artist. Like, yeah. he's everywhere. You know, like that's that's what I want as the future. And I think there's no there's no reason for it not to happen if you're convinced. About exactly. It. At like, the end of the day, it's just about getting down to it. and getting shit done exactly. Uh, exactly which is what you said right like just start just start uh, don't be scared of a blank canvas yeah, just yeah. just start and, and yeah. things start, done yeah. will work it, it themselves just, out it just happened for you man like i never thought of being an artist it just happened and now i love it so much that i don't want to leave it and <laughs> that's what it is basically yeah. i get that i yeah. think i so that's amazing to yeah, hear yeah. um cuz you there's no like art background to yeah, have yeah. you uh, to have you think a certain way mm-hmm, exactly and and i think that's something that 
people need to explore a little more yeah, is that yeah. you don't need to be trained in the arts to be an artist exactly yeah. i i went to business school and yeah, yeah. art school right yeah. i didn't, I didn't look go, at what you're doing now exactly yeah. i i didn't go into college thinking yeah. okay i'm going to yeah. be you know learning how to sketch or learning how to design mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and i still don't yeah. but i do feel connected to every you, single yeah, person yeah. and every single person that i meet through yeah, this yeah, journey yeah. where i'm able to see what yeah. they were seeing at the time when yeah. when i see you know someone yeah. else designing clothes a different way yeah, yeah. i i i'm able to kind of get in their head and see their vision mm-hmm. just because i get connected to their ideas exactly like i know what you mean 100% because now that i started painting i look at artworks by other artists in a different way mm-hmm. because half of my mind is thinking oh how did he make this like right. what was going on in his head before when i used to look at artworks i never looked at it like that so technique and everything is important i'm not saying it's yeah, not yeah. quality of work is always important Definitely. but at the end of the day all of that will work itself out exactly you'll make a way you'll find a way to make that happen if you practice hard enough i think you can learn anything in life right mm-hmm. like if you if you want to become a coder tomorrow you need to commit yourself for two years and you'll be one you need to code you need <laughs> to code yeah so you just have to commit to something right mm-hmm. and you'll eventually get there right. and that's what it is like i do think about it that oh i should now probably go get some formal art training but then there's a side of me which says oh you might get limited by like what by, they teach you by what they tell you is yeah, right and wrong yeah what what they tell you is right and wrong right now i don't know if i mix two different kinds of paints will they blend or not you know and you just want to try it out i just want to try it out but then if they tell me that oh you can't mix oil paints and acrylic paints then i won't do it right i'll just be limited i think i think the more you put things into a box, box exactly uh, yeah. the less you think outside of it yeah yeah and and if you if you limit yourself to just what is conventionally uh-huh. known if all of us had done that right yeah a, humans across the globe if they just came in like limited themselves to mm-hmm. what is known yeah. i don't think we'd be here today i don't think we'd have rockets yeah. blasting yeah, off nothing, to mars nothing nothing would or have... or you know half of the technological inventions exactly. that we live yeah, today yeah yeah i agree like so it's just about breaking that barrier and mm-hmm. and not looking at it as a barrier it's just other people might everything is possible like things are limitless and mm-hmm. as long as you believe things are limitless you will get to a point where you know it's yeah. like I, I I genuinely want to see some like some day yeah just you doing a whole you know a whole space with yeah, your hands yeah, yeah. literally yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't because this is a blank canvas every exactly. anything can be a blank anything, canvas exactly. if you want it to be yeah. it could be a shoe it could be an entire wall yeah, it could yeah. be a street it is whatever you want it whatever, to be can yeah, be a blank exactly. canvas so I mean I I have painted shoes and. Everything is just for me and myself mm-hmm. to wear, so it's like I think we'd love to. Yeah. I I will definitely yeah. take you up on coming to your yeah, yeah, studio please, please and, and seeing and yeah. seeing everything else that yeah, you do. Yeah. Right I think now I'm, I'm remaking it, so I'm changing the space around to like be more open to paint. Mm-hmm. Before it was like a bedroom, right? So <laughs> it was spaced like that. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I saw a couple of updates on. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like. Um, I've got like nails all over the place, so I could just like hang anything anywhere, hang anything anywhere, and like just keep canvases on a tilted angle. Like fuck it, like just let it be at a you know seventy degree angle. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be straight. Yeah. So I have this um, painting. I don't know if you've seen it. It says "fuck you." Like it's just thick bold letters that say "fuck you," and it's hang. It's okay, like what were you thinking when you made that? Uh, I actually got inspired by this artist his name is CB Hoyo. Mhm. So what he does is he he recreates like masterpieces. Mhm. So like the Mona Lisa and Rothko or right. any like any of the famous artworks. He recreates them in a very basic 
unskilled way mm-hmm. and uh, then he writes on top of them so he'll write quotes on top of them so interesting yeah very interesting so he'll like write uh my my rotsko is fake but fuck you <laughs> very random shit okay yeah. and he's like um stop looking at my fake gucci shoes like the painting saying that you know mm-hmm. like random things and behind that is a mona lisa right, right. you know so just uh, a very interesting contrast very interesting contrast and uh, in the middle of lockdown what he did was uh, he took a toilet roll and he just wrote fuck you fuck you fuck you and like things on a toilet roll and that was the artwork and that's what i actually got inspired from I'm like you know i want to try this out like this is interesting mm-hmm. so uh, i took like like thick paint and i just kept like i wrote like this big fuck you lay waited the whole night for it to dry then i wrote it again on top so there like four layers of fuck you fuck you on top mm-hmm. and then i just painted it in a red color like the whole thing's red like the background everything or, or even okay. the fuck you is red so it's mm-hmm. like it's like so it's like um it's like a sculpture mm-hmm. but on a wall because it's thick like the right. letters are th- like few centimeters out of the canvas right and you can only probably see it when there's a light on top because how else yeah otherwise there's no yeah there's way no, to yeah, tell the contrast yeah, yeah. yeah and then i was like you know i'm going to hang this at a slanted side like, yeah cuz fuck, fuck you fuck you man why should it be straight <laughs> fuck you i love that <laughs> so now now i'm like working towards creating you know more works with just like letters and stuff and textual references are something that we i love playing around yeah, with as well yeah, yeah. i think there's just so many i think words are powerful words are powerful um what yeah. the both powerful. negatively and positively yeah and there's a lot of there's a lot of good things that come out of text Mm-hmm. A lot of the things yeah, that we read yeah. that inspire us, stories come from text for exactly. us in a yeah, lot of ways yeah. through voice and through text. So using that is, I think it's going to be. I'm looking forward to I, I'm, I'm what that is yeah, going to be. Yeah. Like I really want to like, <laughs> paint more of these letter artworks. So in the two and a half years that you've been doing yeah, this, yeah. how have you seen the landscape evolve in in the art space in general? Exactly. Uh, so. I was an outsider I believe right I had no idea about the art world mm-hmm. didn't know how galleries function no idea literally no idea how auction houses work nothing right. and I don't know how the art space has changed I would say because I've seen like I've just seen it grow for myself mm-hmm. and I think that I'm just discovering what the space is now mm-hmm. right like now i'm actually going out and you know meeting people i'm meeting artists i'm i'm chilling in their studio mm-hmm. i'm i'm going for shows i'm meeting gallery owners i'm meeting art dealers and, right you know now i'm seeing the space and in this in this time i've seen that art has evolved in india and people are being more accepting of like contemporary art mm-hmm. and uh, and the thing is like art in india is very traditional mostly like if you look at a lot of the famous contemporary artists right now mm-hmm. a lot of their works speak about india mm-hmm. it's it's very traditional it's very classical and now people are slowly trying to move past that and they're accepting the change that a oh, works can be raw and, and right. disruptive and and a little more modern exactly yeah. a little more modern so so even like this this culture you've built at ftc you know like all these brands that are here and all these artists and everyone who's working together hanging out together it it just reminds me of like like 1980s new york where like it was the avant-garde scene where like andy warhol and madonna and basquiat and all these guys were hanging out and you know mm-hmm. they were building the culture and now you see that culture is so so huge in america right yep. because of these artists and what they did yeah, i think they, they, they just then, their yeah. ideas were 
way ahead of their time. Exactly, exactly. And, and now people appreciate them a lot. Exactly, more. exactly. So yeah. the idea is to you know like keep building and changing people's perspectives. Right. That I mean yeah. to be for this space to be in Malia Nagar is yeah. a different perspective. Exactly. exactly. It's not. It's not the most conducive place. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. You have like. Dhabas on the road, yeah. you have hardware shop <laughs> yeah. like right next yeah, door, yeah. there's a couple of mandirs. Exactly. So it's, it's not the most uh, conventionally located uh-huh, uh-huh, place for yeah. what we, but the moment you come inside. It's a change of an environment and yeah. I love that, you know, honestly, like it's it's such a different space from everything that's around here, yeah. which is what is it, like it's it's unique to you and, and FTC as a, you know, brand and thank you. It's I, amazing, man, like, you know, you built all of this and it just I, happened like you said. Yeah, exactly. It it just happened and I don't think, firstly, I don't think I could have done this I by myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a team effort. Our, I, I agree, yeah. our entire team kind of yeah. put their head to it and uh-huh. went yeah. ham on it. And honestly, I think it's also about all of the people that came on board. Mm-hmm. For you, like yeah. I was just a new space, right? Yeah. For you mm-hmm. to just say, fine, let's just try putting my art yeah. here. And, yeah. and I think that's all of that. Those people, DM, man. Yeah, those people that just said, you know, this is something that I just want to take a chance on. Yeah. yeah and I all agree. of the brands that are in the space, all of the artists that gave their prints, that gave yeah, their works, yeah, yeah. everyone who comes into the space is adding something to it. Exactly. It's, it's everyone's experimenting in their own ways. Yeah. And and you know, like um, this 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 space is so different because everyone's open about it, and you know, you and your team, like. I think you and Avni have done a great job in building a team because I say that's that's like the hardest thing to do. Yeah. If you have the right team, man, there is no stopping you. And I agree. That's where I feel like GabLab is missing mm-hmm. because I don't devote enough time beyond the painting. And that's what I see doing in the next few years is building a small team around it where, you know, people are out there doing believing, PR, believing is, yeah. is more than anything. Exactly. I think work can be done only when so this is the personal philosophy that we yeah, follow yeah. is that you can always build skill, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you cannot build interest. I agree. That's interesting. Yeah. You can, yeah. like if people coming on board yeah. love what the idea of what you're doing and mm-hmm. believe in the vision, yeah. they will always be able to build the skills around it. Exactly. Whatever exactly. you're trying whatever to get them into. Yeah. As long as they have certain like a certain level of appreciation for the work yeah. that yeah. they also want to do. If they're committed to the vision, man, they'll do anything. Like, and if they're, if that's something that they see themselves being yeah, aligned to yeah, exactly. over a period of time, is when people will do things you would never expect out of. No, I can I can believe that, man, because the team you have, you know, you're making them do things which you didn't have planned, right? Exactly. You didn't plan for this to be like so experimental or so, mm-hmm. right? Like we were just it just happened. happened. It just happened, and yeah. it just happened and turned out the way it did. Was was with you on that vision. And you know they they drove like you were driving, but they were like yeah. It it was a it was a whole like process where yeah. we went through the motions uh-huh. of realizing what not to do to uh-huh. then come to yeah, yeah. what to do. What and to we're do. still not there yet. I yeah, still think yeah. there's a lot of mistakes that we make every day. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. But slowly and surely, right? Bro, perfection. I say perfection is a moving target. You're never gonna be happy with what you achieve and. One day when you've achieved that, you're gonna be like, okay, what's next? Right? It's it's always moving. So yeah. you're always changing. And you know, people say like people believe that they cannot change. But I completely disagree with that. I like, think everyone's changing all the time. All the time. Yeah. That's what and like, but so many people believe that you're 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 who you are, what you're like born as. And I said, no, like 
I think people use their past for their future a lot. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what restricts uh, uh-huh. everything. Everything, yeah. Okay, a um, couple of like questions which I wanted to ask yeah, for yeah, sure exactly. is when you were starting out, two and a yeah. half years back, three, yeah, whatever, yeah. however yeah. much time it has been, what's one piece of advice uh-huh. that you wish someone had given you that yeah. you would now give to yourself two and a half years ago? Um, uh, one piece of advice I would say is like, uh, if people had told me to go out and build relationships more in the art world, mm-hmm. that's what I would have done even when I was just painting. How does one do that? Just to just to talk, yeah, like go yeah. off, bounce off of that question. And I, this is for anyone who's listening who has yeah. no idea, yeah, yeah. who's on the fringes, uh-huh. wants to experiment. How does one go about building relationships in the art world? So just going to galleries, just like visiting spaces where they're displaying artworks, mm-hmm. you know, going to art fairs. That's where you'll meet like-minded people. And you just find a way to connect those, connect with those people, you know, mm-hmm. like, like how we met, you know, it was just right. like, you saw my work and you just like hit the DM or however it worked out, right? So right. it's just like, because you, you, you have a vision, it's like, you were like-minded as creators, right? right? So, so you have to be in a space, you have to go visit places where you'll find creators, where you'll find people who have the same thoughts mm-hmm. or ideologies or vision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like just visiting galleries, talking to the gallery owners. It's hard to do, but initially, initially, yeah. but I mean, you'll fail a few times, but you'll get there. You'll learn how to talk to them. And, you know, we like, still fail till day. Yeah. And, uh, and so there's no, yeah. there's no recipe for it. Exactly. And like, you know, you just go to art fairs and like try, to, try a way to show your work, you know, bring your artworks into the conversation mm-hmm. and like, just, just talk about like art and then if you connect with that person, they'll, they'll give you the time from their life to see your works, right. hear you out and, you know, connect with you. So I, I think that's about it. Like I didn't spend, like I didn't spend, that's when I said in November 2019 is when I started getting out. Like it just happened. I just went to a fair. I met so many people like galleries and dealers mm-hmm. and, you know, buyers and collectors. And had I done that before, maybe, uh, it would have been a different scenario maybe. And right. I, I believe that I still don't do enough of it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> ideally I'm, I'm giving my nights to artworks, right? So mm-hmm. I need to take out days for it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's time. Yeah, it's time now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I just, the, the yeah. underlying theme that I hear from our yeah. entire conversation is your life is literally based on the philosophy of just go out and do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and yeah. I love that because yeah. that is, 70% of the battle. Exactly. Like, right. like you have to fight your fears, man. Like, that's what it is about. And I think people should be realizing what they fear and mm-hmm. just trying to fight it whenever they can. Mm-hmm. Because people, like, laziness is a form of fear. I agree. Inertia. Right? Inertia. Yeah. Right? Just being, being in the space yeah, that like you're okay you're, to be. You're, you're lazy because you're comfortable in where you are in what you're doing at that moment. But you mm-hmm. got to break free from that comfort to, to reach somewhere, right. you know? So no one knows what they're doing till they actually do it. Mm-hmm. So just dive in, like just dive in. Man. <laughs> and that's what my artworks helped me do is just, I'm just diving into the artwork, you know, like the paints and the, the things that have been made on the canvas guide me what to do next. Mm-hmm. It's never planned, right? So that's what art has taught me about life essentially. Mm. I, I genuinely like I'm just thinking about yeah. everything that you're saying and yeah. applying it to some parts of my life yeah, and yeah. seeing how 
yeah. you know that could really help me do things uh-huh. in a different way yeah, yeah. so i thank you for that I'm, I'm this is my last question yeah. and this is just something to end on a lighter note okay what is the craziest experience uh-huh. or story yeah. that you can tell which is happened in your life yeah. because of you starting to do what you started to do uh so so uh just just the way i look at life now man it's i don't think so anything is more crazy than that because it changed my perspective so much and now like you know uh when when writers or poets would write that oh they're just staring at like a tree for half an hour and thinking so many things i would be like what bullshit is this yeah right but now that i'm actually painting i'm noticing the beauty in everything i'm trying to figure out the story behind it and mm. just trying to get inspired from everything around me you know if it's just like sunlight reflecting on water and you know hitting yeah. the ceiling like it has these weird wavy white lines that you see yeah. so things like that is inspiring me and mm. that's what's been the craziest thing is the journey of how what i've been expressing has changed from within me mm-hmm. you know how how multiple of my worlds have just mingled up you know mm-hmm. like everything is art for me now and it's just it's hard to describe it but it just is now like it so the craziest thing that's changed is yeah. your perspective yeah yeah my yeah. my perspective on life has totally changed you know like i i see it yeah, i yeah. i i don't know you that long yeah, but yeah. i definitely can un, like uh-huh. i see where you're coming yeah, from yeah. uh, cuz you know like people who've been born in delhi yeah gone through you know private schooling and exactly. then a, yeah. a college process and all mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. we we're all stuck in very set perspectives uh-huh. of life uh-huh. yeah and then breaking out of that and yeah. doing something yeah. completely we, we, off the bat we've been privileged and we've like 100% we're, we're living a comfortable life right. you know we're, we're we're living probably like 2% of the world right? probably even less <laughs> probably even less right that's how comfortable it is for yeah. us and we're blessed and we need to accept that and utilize that yeah cuz right. not a lot of other people who are struggling for their every day exactly are are going to be able to go out and change the yeah. way things are yeah change the way things are exactly so it's just just breaking free from you know what what you've been that living. convention yeah that 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 conditioning that you've been brought up with you know like how how people have said things to you or things experiences in your past have changed you as a person or molded you as what mm-hmm. you are today and you just want to change that so just go out and change it you know like build on it basically well yeah. i think uh, i i'm generally inspired now so, Thank you so i much, I, I, i will yeah, definitely yeah. go home yeah, and yeah. and take a notebook yeah. and try sketching yeah, yeah. but i thank you thank you so much for taking the thank time you, out thank you for having and me thank you to everyone who tuned in for yeah. another episode yeah. uh, we have gavin kocher who gave us a very interesting perspective on how you can be an artist without actually getting any formal training for it uh so thank you again thank you and have a good night have yeah. a good day whatever you are wherever you are just remember why we do it we do it for the culture thank you yes.